from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man! He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I'd is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. You know what I think I'm going to do then? Just for the hell of it. Tell me. I'm going to take this right foot. And I'm going to walk you that side of your face. And you want to know something? There's not a damn thing you're going to be able to do about it. Really? Really? There's so much real estate to cover this morning. I mean, rivalry week, rivalry Saturday, whatever we're calling it, delivered and then delivered some more. It was incredible. The storylines we have in our lap, the moments we have to discuss are endless here. Hopefully we get it done on this Monday edition, 615-844. 5600 on Twitter at Billis King. Email the show BillisKing7 at gmail.com. I'm just going to start it with Josh. He's called in. He's been waiting. Josh in Pickerington, Ohio. Welcome in. I'm I'm done. I, I'm, I'm done with him. I'm done with Kyle McCord. I'm done with Ryan Day. And I'm done with Jim Knowles. First off, Jim Knowles had six, seven minutes to get his defense off the field, and he couldn't do it. He couldn't do it. All year long, everybody has been saying how vastly improved this defense was. And on Saturday, it was crap. It was crap when we needed the defense the most. And Kyle McCord, he looked like Joe Bowserman 2.0 out there. He was pretty pathetic. Who the hell was he throwing to? Pat, did we lose him because he screamed? I don't know, Josh, call back. Something about you screaming there disconnected the line. Not sure what happened there. He was just about to get going. 
when we got disconnected. We did not do that. Josh is welcome. We did not. We do not disconnect. You, you know that doesn't happen. But something went down there. As you know, Michigan won the game. The college football game of the year when it comes to importance. I know you all have your favorite team in your game. I get that. But I'm just talking about nationally. The game of the year was the Michigan-Ohio State game. So much riding on that game in the big house in Ann Arbor. The game went about like I thought it would go. And, Pat, let me know when you get Josh back. It went about like I thought. Little more pointsy than I anticipated. I thought it would be more around 21-17, 24-21, something like that. Something in that area. Little more pointsy. I didn't think Michigan could punk Ohio State offense to defense like they did the previous two years, particularly in the second half, and they really didn't, although on that time-eating drive, they didn't punk them, but they possessed the ball all the way down to about a minute. Made it very difficult. Down to about a minute, but there weren't those huge chunk plays that you'd seen in the past. I didn't think that would happen. It didn't. So they weren't able to punk them like that. Anyways, we've got Josh back. I don't I don't know who he was throwing to, Bill. Uh he he was the MVP for the other team. He was pathetic. I I I would I would seriously rather maybe have Joe Bowserman at quarterback than that fraud. I I that that game pissed me off so much because all week long we've been hearing about how ready they were, how important that game was. People like Marvin Harrison Jr. on Twitter saying that they were going to go out and get the job done. And they didn't. They laid down. Ryan Day laid down on that field. He let a third-rate interim head coach roll out of bed, jump on his menstrual cycle, and run Ryan Day's ass over. It is the worst display of football I've seen in I, I don't know how long. Every week, I thought they were getting just a little bit better and a little bit better, and they didn't. They look, they, they, quite frankly, they look like Vanderbilt on Saturday. I'm, I'm disgusted with them. Time for Ryan Day to go off to the NFL, go off to Texas A&M or wherever the hell else he might ever want to go because he's, he's not welcome in Columbus. And he can take that bum, fraud quarterback, Kyle McCord, with him. He can take Jim Knowles with him. We need to get somebody in there that understands this game, that understands the rivalry, and he clearly does not. It's a joke. 
I tried to give Ryan Day the benefit of the doubt all year long since he's been there. And he's done nothing but turn in to a letdown after letdown after letdown. I'm done with him, Bill. I figured Josh would be unhappy. We'll see if that one gets on game day like the last one, which was, what was that, 2016, about seven years ago? We'll see. But Michigan wins again. It was a good game. There were a moment. There's a moment there in the third quarter that I thought briefly Ohio State may have had the momentum. Always in a game like that, want to check. Heat check the momentum in a game like that. And at least I felt 50-50-ish about it. I picked Michigan mainly because of the location. I didn't have a big differentiating moment or item in mind between the two because the Buckeyes have toughened up as a football team. They have. I know that Buckeye fans aren't happy because they didn't win the ball game. This team is much tougher than the two previous that lost to Michigan. This team did not get punked. They might have lost the ball game. They did. But they didn't get punked and bullied like they did the two previous years. They did not. But I just thought the home field, the other item, and Josh touched on it, I am not anti-Kyle McCord, but I will tell you that Ohio State's not good enough at quarterback to win that game at Michigan. Not with what they're trotting out there right now. They're not. Now, you may say, well, Bill C.J. Stroud is fantastic, and he didn't beat him. No, but I don't think that was his fault. That was more the defense got bullied, got trampled in that ball game. Buckeyes aren't good enough at quarterback to win that game right there in Michigan. They're not. We got a measurement. We got to look at it, and in that particular moment, not good enough. I'm not anti-Kyle McCord. He's been solid. He's been very solid for them, but but – there's a level that you need in a game like that if you're going to be the Buckeyes. This audio clip here is somewhat historic. I said it when it happened. I tweeted it. Patton, do you have that clip ready? Here is a huge moment in a huge rivalry that occurred on Saturday. Take a listen. That's all it is. But there's a lot of airspace to cover for Milrow. Still looking. Firing. Near corner. It's caught! Touchdown, Alabama! Isaiah Bond! On a fourth and a mile! Fourth and 31. Ball game. That's it. One play. Basically will determine what happens. Alabama's down fourth and Columbus, Georgia is the distance, right? Auburn rushes two. 
Go back and watch the tape on this. They rushed two. It was two defensive end types, five techniques, whatever. They had a guy in the middle, but he didn't rush. He was just standing there occupying space, I guess, spying Milrow. They had a guy playing middle linebacker or that position area. Go back and watch it. They rushed two. Milrow could have sat back there and read the Bible start to finish and still had time to throw and find receivers. Now, if you're Auburn, you only have one job. Don't let anybody get behind you. That's your job. The rest of the team, the rest of the Auburn team has one job. It doesn't take the best defensive coordinator on the planet to call a timeout and to scheme this up. You have one job. Don't let somebody get behind you. And it's a compressed field, comparatively speaking. I mean, they're on the 31, but it's not like you have unlimited space to go run a go route, right? Bama makes the play. They're alive. In the history of that rivalry, that is a historic moment that will be remembered for the next centuries. That was a historic play. We'll get to first break. Long way to go. Lots to cover today. Omni Nashville Hotel. Good morning, just a couple of accidents out here, but it's starting to load up at times already on 24 westbound, coming out of Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, towards Nashville, up through the Hickory Hollow area. Still looks good up through Brentwood, Franklin right now as we stare at it live on 65 northbound, as traffic also picks up over here 65 south at Trinity Lane. Hey, don't miss it this year, Enchanted Garden of Lights, this holiday season at Rock City in Chattanooga. Check them out at crockcity.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. When you've experienced the loss of a loved one, you can trust SAG Funeral Home to guide you through the process of honoring their life. At SAG Funeral Home, they pride themselves in serving families in Nashville and surrounding areas with dignity, respect, and compassion. The staff is experienced in a variety of funeral services and can help you celebrate your loved one, no matter your religion, culture, or budget. Family and veteran-owned funeral home and cremations now are handled all in one location. We'll help create a personalized experience to pay tribute to your loved one's unique life. Ask about 
about the pre-planning service as well. SAG Funeral Home, serving Nashville and Middle Tennessee for over 40 years. In your time of need, you need someone you can trust, who can provide comfort to your family in a very professional way. SAG Funeral Home, 1503 Buchanan Street. Call today, 615-244-5044. 615-244-5044. SAG Funeral Home, for comfort and care in your time of need. SAG Funeral Home, proud sponsor of TSU Football on WNSR. Tis the season for all of my favorite treats. Now, where are Grandma's homemade holiday cookies? Hold up. Where are Grandma's cookies? Easy, Joe. Grandma brought something even sweeter this season. <gasps> Your triple fudge brownies? No, Joey. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Made from scratch holiday wins? Grandma, you're a genius. Give the gift of holiday instant games topped with sweet cash prizes. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Yeah, I lose to Alabama, I'm depressed. Boom. Well, I just didn't expect the collapse when you get excited in the first half. Yeah, halftime, you were probably dancing. Oh, man. Right? Yeah, it was kind of depressing. I don't think it's because Vols fans were like, we lost in Tuscaloosa? Like, so disappointing. It's really about what happened, right? It was like two different games. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Biscuits, kitchen notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel does, and Bill King loves them all. See, I'm the only guy that talks numbers. I love this. Nobody else will even talk about it. Like I've said, it's like a crazy ant in the basement. Everybody knows she's there, but nobody talks about it. So many stories. A&M over the weekend got Greg Schiano'd. You probably know this. We'll talk about it. They do have their coach. And they made a good hire. We'll get into all of that. To the Rocket City, Dan, welcome in. Wolverine Dan, welcome in. Doesn't sound like much is happening there. All right. Just go ahead and scrap that, Patton. Just go ahead and scrap that. He was there. I don't know where he went. Don't know why he's not talking. But we do not have Dan for whatever reason. Aggies tried to hire Mark Stoops. First of all, I don't think that would have been a bad hire. I know a lot of people have... Opinions on that. Mark Stoops would do a good job at A&M. 
apparently the board, which would have to approve this at A&M, felt the pressure of social media, like when Tennessee tried to hire Greg Schiano and didn't have the confidence to go through with everything and decided not to approve the Mark Stoops hire. Elko, as in Mike Elko, as in once their defensive coordinator, has been hired. That is also a good hire. I like that idea. I like what A&M has done there with Mike Elko. I really do. Stoops would not have been a bad hire. Think about it. He's at Kentucky. Kentucky is 100% a basketball school. Coach Cal is right about that. I know that was a snit a couple of years ago. It is 100% a basketball school. Now, that doesn't mean you hate football. Their fan base loves football, and when they're any good at it, they support the heck out of them. They really do. So it's a good fan base. It's just historically, they haven't had consistently a lot to pull for. Stoops has done a good job there, and he will remain there. Makes a lot of money in Lexington, KY. But I wasn't all opposed to that hire if it would have gone through at all. If you're Stoops and A&M wants you and you get your hands on that underachiever, that's a beautiful opportunity. I could see why he was all but gone. He was gone. Now, that'll be PR-wise, that'll be denied. That won't be discussed. Nobody will address that directly. That's PR. That's public relations. Nobody's going to confirm that. But that's what went down. It's exactly what went down. If you're Stoops and they give you this A&M job, which is a historic underachiever, but with resources that matches anybody. A&M has every bit the muscle that Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State have when it comes to resources, when it comes to all the tools you need every day to be the best at your job. A&M's got everything, maybe more than those have. They just need the right leadership. If you're Stoops, that would have been a beautiful opportunity. It's not going to happen. Couldn't get it approved. Elko was there. He knows what it's like. Knows exactly what it's like. First thing he's got to do is re-recruit his roster and then go out and start bringing in players. That's what he's got to do, and I'm sure he won't sleep for a while to get that job done. Charlie in Americas, Georgia. Bill, good morning. That Alabama had it fourth and Columbus, Georgia is a classic, Bill. For us folks in South Georgia, I appreciate your quick humor. It was fourth and Columbus, Georgia for Milrow. And they got it done. Auburn, go back and watch that play. Auburn rushed two players. Two. He could have read the Bible 
then put the Bible down and read War and Peace. Could have read both. He had so much time back there. Larry in North Carolina, big Michigan fan. Hey, Bill. The heat check was Ohio State running the ball eight times in a row for a score, and then Michigan responded by driving the entire field to answer. Clyde up in Detroit. Morning, Billy. Happy Monday. Blackbeard got out coached by a substitute teacher and a Model T Marv, not Maserati. Marv got his catches when Will Johnson left with a thigh bruise, Bill. Ride a Buckeye in Texas. Bill, I got to disagree. Michigan did punk us in the second half. They scored on every possession. It wasn't an explosive punk, but it was a controlled beatdown. That last drive where they kept the ball, what, about eight minutes? All the way down to, I think, a minute nine, minute eight, somewhere in there. They did control the ball. It wasn't anything where a player could break loose like the last couple of years. But, yeah, they did. But but it wasn't it, – I didn't look at it the same way. Now, you're right. The Buckeyes, and Josh talked about it when he called, needed to get off the field. Needed to get off the field. Ohio State's offense had found areas where they could be successful. Passing the ball and somewhat running the ball with Travion Henderson. They found areas where they could be good, where they could get things done against this Michigan defense. And you know what? When they got the ball with a minute, five, six, whatever it was, I thought they had a chance there to go the distance. Now, I wouldn't have bet you on it, but I thought they had a chance. Obviously, there was a pick that ended the game. McCord was under duress, threw it up, pick, and the game's over. But, yeah, t- tough one there if you're a Buckeye. Very, very difficult. All these Saturday Rivalry games were pretty close. Florida, Florida State was pretty close. Maybe not all of them, but most of them were. Florida, Florida State was was close. Georgia Tech played Georgia well. Did for about a half a year ago, if you'll recall. Kentucky beat Louisville, who's about to play in the ACC championship game versus Florida State. Stoops. Think about all Stoops was going through there. Late last week through the weekend with the A&M talk, and he leads them to a win over Louisville at Louisville, 38-31. That's a nice win for Stoops. Very nice win. Obviously, the Michigan-Ohio State game was close. The... Apple Cup was very close. Washington, Washington State. UW wins again, man. Just UW does not need style points. They just need the next W, right? That's what they need. They just need the next W. I pulled up some of these championship games just to see what the spread is. Michigan is favored over Iowa 
in the Big Ten Championship game by 23 and a half. The aforementioned Florida State-Louisville game, Knowles minus three and a half. Alabama-Georgia, SEC Championship game. Georgia minus five. Georgia minus five. Texas against the mullet. Horns, who are 11 and one, minus 14. This is the first year in over 10 years. And by the way, this is a compliment. Won't sound like it. Where Texas, with all the hype, did not disappoint. They're 11 and one. Last year, last game, probably forever. Forever in the Big 12. They're favored by 14 over the mullet. Oregon is favored. Now, now think about this. Washington, Oregon came down to the bitter end at UW. UW pulled it out. They're rematching in the Pac-12 championship game. Oregon's favored by almost 10. Is that a typo? Minus nine and a half. Wow. In that championship game. In the Pac-12 championship game. How about that, guys? Yeah, we've got a bunch. We've got a bunch to get to. Perry Mason from the Orange Groves of America, which would be Lake Placid, Florida. Morning, Bill. I'd like to congratulate my friends in the northern part of the panhandle for their win Saturday night. I think the Florida deal is worse than 79 because Pell went 8 and 4 and 80. That ain't happening next year. I'm still supporting Blue Chip Billy, though. What happened with Gator Dave? And you all know I, I, I care a lot about Gator Dave. He'll be with us tomorrow. What happened with Gator Dave on his podcast crying? What did I miss there? Did you guys see that? And again, I'm not making fun of Dave at all. I love that guy. All right? But what was it? Was he just emotional after the Florida season? And obviously the Florida State game's a big game. There was hopes for an upset. And things just have not worked out. Is that what it was? Or, or was it something that I'm missing? I'm trying to be sensitive here. What happened? Some of you pointed that out to me, and I watched the clip, but I didn't do any digging. I certainly didn't send Dave a message, hey, why are you crying on your podcast? I didn't say that. Sammy in Hatton, Alabama. Bill, Wolverine Dan delivered once again. I'm not sure what happened. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there. Pac-12 Dave on the lovely Emerald Coast. Bill, the Washington State loss against the University of Washington sucked the life out of me. No core who was there went to Seattle, called 15 minutes after the game. He was standing there on the field. I was cordial, hard to lose a game in the last five seconds like that, Bill. Tough season. That would have been a big monster upset for Washington State with everybody but two teams leaving that league. 
Just saying. Tim says, Bill, if you watched the Alabama-Auburn fourth and 31 last play, and this is a back angle, Bonds pushed off. The OPI was not called. Coverage was there. The shove gave Bond separation. Yeah, I remember that in real time. I do remember that in real time, but you've got to... I mean... You've got all the advantages as the DB in this situation. Worst comes to worst, you you get defensive pass interference there. You cannot let that ball be completed. You can't. Yeah, I will send that. Remind me, guys, to send that clip. I've already got a couple that we've sent to Johnny Crawford. He'll be with us on Wednesday. Longtime SEC official Johnny Crawford. Tony up in lovely... Indiana. He's in Evansville, Indiana. He's a big IU fan. Morning, Brother Bill. What do you think about Dan Mullen as the new IU football coach? Or the guy from Tulane? Have a blessed day, my brother. Only thing I saw about Mullen was he interviewed for the Syracuse job. Which would be a pretty good fit, actually. That'd be a good fit. I would not be opposed to that. Bowls of steel coming up hour three. Happy Monday, y'all. What a Saturday. Oh, my gosh. What the bleep was that we just watched? Delivered again, folks. College football delivered for the millionth time. Wow. Good morning, 65 southbounds running slow over here due to an accident just past Trinity Lane. Again, traffic's been slowed down through there as it is this time of the morning anyway. Again, now it's just uh, aggravated even more so as you come down 65 southbound at Trinity Lane as they mop up this accident. 65 south also a little bit slow through Millersville through that section of Sumner County watching it build coming in from uh, Wilson County, especially through the Mount Juliet area. Watch for some radar. A Princess Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. Order online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Do you ever feel like gambling is causing financial strain or hurting your relationships? The Gambling Clinic has been helping people who want to change their gambling habits for over two decades. With physical clinics and remote online appointments, we're here to help you make informed decisions about your gambling so it doesn't lead to a bigger problem. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com so we can work together to help you win your life back. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, 
and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much by Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top-three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Got biscuits, kitchen notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel does, and Bill King loves them all. Balls of Steel will be our three. I got this message from Vaughn Broadnecks, former Buckeye player. It wasn't about the game. Says, Bill, I'm going to need a balls of steel for Jalen Milrow in Alabama, making my absurd 20-pick money line parlay come through. Vaughn Broadnecks had a 20-game parlay, picking the money line, Alabama was one of them, meaning to win. He bet $14. That 14 got multiplied times 100. $1,472 was the payout. Literally times 100 his investment. Said balls of steel to Jalen Milrow in Alabama, making my absurd 20-pick money line parlay come through. Vaughn Broadnax, yes. He will get a balls of steel in hour three for that. What was Gene Smith, the AD at Ohio State, who's retiring, but the AD at Ohio State, doing, arguing with that Michigan dude on the sideline? 
They were talking about some yellow line he wasn't supposed to be passed or something, and it got heated. It got heated. I don't know what it was about other than I'm sure it was a Michigan dude and obviously a Ohio State dude, Gene Smith. I don't know who the Michigan guy was. But what was that all about? What were they popping off about? I'm sure it was just Ohio State, Michigan, and hey, don't tell me. Well, I'll tell you. No, you won't. Something like that, I'm sure. What was what was that all about? I'm sure you guys saw the the clip. I'm sure you saw it. Brent down in Macon, GA. Bill Georgia has entered their one game season. Only one game matters. Saban hiccups in the Iron Bowl. But we all know they will play the best they have all season this Saturday. If we give Milrow a year and a half in the pocket, he's going to pick our defense apart. An athletic quarterback's always stressful. Doesn't matter who you are. Nick Nick's best teams will struggle, have struggled against a real athletic quarterback. That's just the nature of that ability, right? Milrow is he's he's come a long way. First of all, let's just give him the kudos he deserves. He's come a long way. He's played well. I'd say for a half, maybe two thirds of the season, he has really come on. Give Tommy Reese a lot of credit. They have found the formula that works best for the skill set that this quarterback has. What he can do, what he can't do. We've always known he was a dynamic athlete. How could you tailor things to make him comfortable in the passing game? They found the magic elixir here with him. Absolutely. This will be a just gorgeous football game, this Georgia-Alabama game. We told you we were looking, and I pulled up, what was it, Draft Kings or was it Bad MGM? I'm, I'm not remembering which one I pulled up this morning. But Georgia's favored by five. Yeah, favored by five in this particular matchup that's coming. Georgia dog, Bill. Nick has a lot to sell his team. Georgia streaks 29 straight, three straight 12-0 seasons. And the SEC last time was in the 30s, Bill, 1930s. Going to be a great one. It is. Yeah, it is. Jim and Jupiter. Bill, get ready for that Gator Class 2 deteriorate. Horrible look this season. Go Knowles. They had a couple of decommits, right? Well, they did. Last week they had about four or so. Last ten days, still ranked. I didn't look this morning, but they were still ranked somewhere like fifth, which is good, which is outstanding. Yeah, outstanding. D. Cravey. Bill, who's going to be in the Final Four in the college football rankings on Sunday? Also, What's your favorite dish over Turkey weekend? Let's go favorite dish. My favorite dish is the gravy. That's the one thing. Let me rephrase the question. What's the one thing that you cannot do without when it comes to your Thanksgiving meal? Gravy. I put it on everything. 
turkey, dressing, green bean casserole, mashed potatoes, whatever. I put it on everything. That's just I, I, that's and you know a nice and, and a nice bread roll of some sort. That's it. And I just now this year we smoked a brisket to go with it. Now we did that for two reasons. Number one, to have a little bit of brisket. Number two, to save some for the next time we make chili. It's delicious. Ask Jim and Jupiter, among other people. It's delicious. But yeah, gravy is the one item that is I, I just love. I mean, I and and I told you, my wife makes a lot of it. I'm the only one that loves it like that here at the at the family. We had 11 people for Thanksgiving, and she freezes them so we can store them in the ice cube cylinders or whatever you want to call containers, whatever you want to call them, and then she pulls them out, stores them in a bag, so I can reach in, monster down the road, and grab out a cube, heat it up in the microwave. College football playoffs going to be Michigan. Let's just leave it there. Hang tight. Because <laughs> the music's booting me. We'll be right back. I'll get back into it. Good morning. Traffic's on the increase quite a bit now. Coming out of Rutherford County on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area. All that traffic headed towards Davidson County out of Rutherford. It's uh, been a little bit heavy at times down through Millersville. Or at least it was earlier. 65 going southbound. Crowded on Vietnam Vets by Conference Drive as you get on that ramp there to 65 going south. Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring at all four locations. Order online today at princeshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob's Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. This is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. 
family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. The Jim Rome Show. Man, I love Facebook. That's not in any way a time suck. It is such a valuable use of your time going on everybody else's page and posting how beautiful they look when they don't. They don't. You know they don't. Come on. Anyway, do what you want with your time. I don't want you to tell me how to spend my time. I won't tell you how to spend your time, but I will tell you this. Stop cropping out pictures and including yourself and then acting like, hey, my hair looked great that day. My makeup was perfect that day. Just do what I tell you with regards to this should be fine. Weekdays from 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio. He gives you a wide latitude on topics because Bill King isn't afraid of your telephonic interaction. question bill who's going to be in the playoffs michigan let's just start there either u-dub or oregon now there's some what ifs here but u-dub or oregon the winner of that game the florida state louisville well the if it's louisville louisville's not getting in florida state i believe is in with a w now, there's some concern that the committee's going to turn on them at the last minute. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. And then either Georgia, Alabama. I will stay with the I cannot imagine in the world of let's get the best four in that Georgia would get left out with a loss. That's what we're hearing. They might well get left out again. Then we need to forget about the best four teams. Don't don't try and tell me it's about the best four if that's the case. Let me remind you, I've been saying this all year, and so far it's been pretty chalky. I've been saying statistically, historically, things aren't as clean as I just laid it out. You folks know that I just, Adore the stock market. Love watching it. Love to see its ups and downs and all that. Just something. Just just something I adopted about 25, 30 years ago. And there's a term that I want to use. Statistical bias. Now, in the stock market, it could be something you're seeing. It could be something economic, some news. It could be somebody's chart statistical bullish bias, or you could have a statistical bearish bias. You could use this, and we're going to use this for the chances of a coach being successful and or the chances down the stretch where everybody wins out, it's nice and clean, right? There aren't upsets. There's still historical bearish bias here. Bearish would mean there's upsets. Along the way, here this last weekend. 
historically, there's something that could happen that's very possible that you look at and you don't see. Same with me. What could that be? A Louisville upset over Florida State. Something now. If Alabama beats Georgia, I don't think that's an upset. It's it's a underdog winning. But come on, Alabama beating somebody isn't an upset. I don't care who it is. This might not be Alabama's one of their top ten teams since Nick's been there. Right? Might not be, but it has a chance to be in the playoffs. But Alabama can't lose that game. The debate is, could Georgia lose that game and get in? If I had anything to do with it, which I don't, I'm not on the committee, I don't have a vote, Georgia would be in, even with a loss. What's the committee going to do? I'm not picking Alabama to beat Georgia. I think it'll be a heck of a game. If Alabama beats Georgia, I'm not going to come on here Monday and talk about some incredible upset. I'm going to talk about how well Alabama played and what they had to do to win that ball game. I'd favor Georgia. Georgia's favored by five. I favor them personally to win the ball game until proven otherwise. But Alabama absolutely has a puncher's chance in that ball game. But there is a statistical bearish bias here down the stretch that all the chalk keeps winning out. Just is. Yeah, ju- just is. Just is. Balls of steel coming up hour three. No cab up in Chicago about that Oregon being favored over UW, an undefeated team in the Pac-12 championship game by nine and a half. Bill Vegas has to believe, no cab says, Lanning won't make some of the same decisions he made in the first meeting. He's done an incredible job at Oregon. He has. Perry Mason said, Bill, here's what happened with Gator Dave on his podcast. He got real emotional. He's a good dude. He loves the Gators. It's pathetic to watch what is happening to Florida after Florida had come so far. I get it, we're making very correctable mistakes, but it's not getting corrected. Love Gator Dave and his passion. Yeah, I didn't know the background other than I just assumed just the weight of the season and regular season's over, they're not going to a bowl game and all that. Just just Florida football, not pretty at all. Just got to him a little bit. Okay, no, I respect that. Mike the Mad Dog, Iron Bowl was historic, so was the bad officiating. There was holding on both sides of the ball with both teams and no flags, especially on that last play. Yeah, they they point out the left defensive end. Again, Auburn only tried to rush two. And those guys had no chance, no prayer. They were just, it was a, they, they were just hand fighting a little bit. But there was the right tackle, I guess it would be for Alabama holding there. I don't care about that, though. I mean, that's that guy's not getting the mill row no matter what, right? Bond on the last play, a little bit of a push. I'll ask Johnny about that, though. I'll ask him about it. All right, let's 
get the break here, top of the hour. Omni Nashville Hotel. Happy Monday, y'all.